This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey there, welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel and other things. And uh, tonight's uh, tonight's show is uh, it's about a difficult topic kind of the the inspiration for the show is a difficult topic and i want to um uh kind of insert um something into the normal process regarding victim per victim perpetrator stuff which which has been growing for me over the last number of years frankly starting with all the lilith work and uh i don't know like 2006 when that started happening um but looking in a different way at why things happen to us and how to understand painful situations that shape us that we will carry forward um we'll say this has scarred me or this has damaged me or something we'll identify as victims we will hate perpetrators. We will see ourselves as either defenseless or needing to be overly defensive and therefore aggressive. So I just kind of want to, um, with this, you know, you know, chapter of my work, uh, the last few years and right now, kind of do everything I can to insert a pause button in the normal way that that works. So tonight's show is about the chart. In part, it's about the chart of the UK, United Kingdom, um, for when, uh, Ireland joined, and this is January of 1801. I'll give you, I'll give you the info uh, as I look at the chart later. Um, this is on the heels of me doing uh, a free MP3 download that you can get. I would go go to my blog on tdjacobs.com to find this, um, and it's a it's a 78 minute MP3. It's quite a quite a lot of info. A karmic profile of Jimmy Savile. Uh, who is uh, the former and now deceased uh, BBC presenter, who's the most popular you know, BBC figure uh, in the 70s, but had a multi-decade career. And uh, lots of um, allegations and then you know, things being revealed that kind of uh, the weight of evidence being overpowering as far as them being allegations, but like revealing that there's a lot of aberrant and damaging and abusive uh, sexual behaviors that he uh, brought to others and, and, uh, and did. So that 70-minute 70 MP3 is, um, is free to download, and including, I include his chart, I include a discussion of – it's – you know, it's quite a lot of thing. I, quite, quite a long thing. I got really inspired when a client of mine uh, in the UK. I had been telling her about Nessus stuff and telling her about the research is ongoing. And I, um, one day in a reading, uh, she asked me what's next, and her guides pointed to her Nessus in the tenth. So I went through this whole explanation for her of Nessus, and and um, and so a few weeks later, she sent me this link when the news was breaking about. Um, Kind of the second round of Jimmy Savile stuff, right? He died in 2011. I'll just kind of give you a little, a little, a couple of deets here. He died in 2011, and in 2012, um, all this terrible stuff came to light about pedophilia. And then, uh, recently, as part of this uh, broader investigation to public figures, 
in the UK who may have done things like this. Um, it was also revealed that he also abused patients in hospitals where he was volunteering, doing charity work, and also um, perhaps some necrophilia in there too, um, some trips to the morgue. So these are really difficult things for some people to deal with, and, and I want to uh, give you new ideas and new ways to heal some things and understand why some of these incur why some of these things occur. So in Savile's chart, Pluto and Cancer's on the North Node, so he has some messed up ideas about Pluto's trying to figure out how to do it. Uh, the North Node, something's missing. Nobody taught us how to do it. In this case, be empowered through emotions and feel safe and secure. And there's a big story in that on uh, in the MP3 on that, as well as Nessus and Aries square the nodes. And then the asteroid Persephone. So really... When I first saw the chart, I said, oh, a great Nessus story. You know, Thanks to my client for putting me onto that. But then it turned into a Nessus story, which I'll talk about here in the chart of the UK, so you'll, you'll get some notes on that. And then, um, and then also a Persephone. Persephone square the south node ruler for him. Persephone conjunct Neptune. You know, Persephone is about uh, – anyway, you need to go listen. I'm not going to tell you everything today. But you need to go listen to that 78-minute MP3. On my site where you see this, it will say add to cart, but it's a free download. Add to cart and then check out. You won't be charged anything. It's just the way I have it set up to deliver the MP3. So you want to do that through tdjacobs.com. Access that through my blog. Uh, so, so tonight, talking about the UK chart is kind of an extension of that because this investigation is ongoing and a second figure, an, an entertainer, artist, musician named Rolf Harris has been uh, indicted of a number of counts as well. Uh, less prolific than the hundreds in Jimmy Savile's case, uh, but it's a, it's another step. You know, it's an, it's another step in this story of, uh, this community, uh, you know, this nation, this, uh, this three nations together as one kingdom, uh, learning how to deal with certain things. And, uh, so the, the story is going to continue and there are going to be more people, uh, who are investigated. I'm sure more, more charges brought, more indictments. And, and, uh, so that story is continuing, but we're in this position of needing to learn how to understand the sources of sexual abuse. It's just, that's it. Just plain and simple. So the show is not full of lighthearted, happy stuff, but it's important stuff. And I'm doing what I can to uh, stay grounded enough to offer you alternate perspectives and attempt to, to show you how these stories work emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually, and also what the souls involved are all about. And so that's really a great emphasis, uh, the multi-life journey of uh, Jimmy Savile. So, so we go into shock. We're disgusted. We're we can't believe what we're reading and hearing. Um, you know, and and you know, as I say this from Arizona in the U.S., like we don't really know who Jimmy Savile is, but the news is breaking. But but we can recognize that a beloved entertainer, a beloved uh, public figure who did a, quite a lot for charity and is, is beloved for decades, we can we can recognize how the impact could be very deep. For people, you know, in that in that country who are dealing with this, so I'm not an expert on Savile. I'm not an expert on the UK. I'm certainly not an expert on Rolf Harris. Never heard of him either until I looked his stuff up. After the same client uh, in the UK emailed me uh, the, the link to a story. Um, I may mention a little bit in his chart later on in here because he's part of this uh, story for the UK. All the people who are going to be charged and indicted are going to be in part playing out the collective karma. And uh, so he's born in Australia. But, uh, you know, part of this English speaking, uh, culture that's having this, having this thing starting. And of course, the modern state of Australia being rooted in, you know, with colonial roots in the UK. 
So I want to do some announcements first. Yes, that was just kind of saying what the show is going to be about. Um, announcements this Monday, July 7th. Uh, it, it's, it's a lot of it's on one theme, which has been building for months. But this Monday is the Transforming the Effects of Abuse channeling event. And I've been working with Metatron and Jehudi, uh, the Ascended Master and Archangel, respectively, whom I channel, for several months, gearing up to do work to help people heal these issues. And uh, in various ways, offering the charged tiger iron pieces beginning in January was a, a major event for this because it helps us get grounded and helps us start to clear out the past. Well, now I have added in charged red jasper pieces, which are available at tdjacobs.com. About 10 have found homes thus far. And uh, the effects that I'm hearing about are pretty, pretty amazing and really different than what I uh, anticipated. Uh, I expected things from the past that are stored in there to be riled up, so to speak, and I expected there to be a lot more frustration and anger about the past. I mean, anger is a response to pain. I expected the stones to trigger pain and therefore potentially anger responses. It's not happening, which I'm, ver I'm really happy to hear from people that what, what is actually happening is they're having clarity about what doesn't belong to them, and they're able to make better decisions within relationship, whether important relationships or casual, you know, uh, acquaintance relationships, of how to interact with others in the right way. So boundaries, the good definition of boundaries, is not that somebody transgresses an imaginary line, and then we're injured, and they're, you know, they're perpetrators and we're victims. The real definition of boundaries, we need to upgrade this, and the stones will help, is setting intentions about what we're available to experience and saying no thank you to everything else. So that's the, the red stones are really important for that. Activating second chakra issues, including money, sexuality, creativity, and relationships. So that's part of the story. Monday, July 7th is this 90 minute event where I'm gonna open, uh, an intense uh, but grounded channeling space with these two beings. And when you give us permission, we're going to come into your space and begin to burn off the effects of abuse that are still in your emotional body and in your field. So I'm saying this, my brain says, God, that just sounds like science fiction. Like my brain, my Saturn and Gemini brain still says, I just, I don't know. I don't know about that stuff, but it's real. It's true. And uh, um, it's really amazing the effects that this energy work is having for people. And um, I'm actually going to tell you one other thing here. Uh, and I, I did a blog post about it, which you can go go read as well. Um, but anyway, I just want to say Monday, July 7th. I want to really get that detail in there. Monday, July 7th is the event where we're going to do a 90-minute thing. If you, It's a Monday night. I don't usually do that. But I'm going to take advantage of the transiting moon in Scorpio, conjunct Saturn in a um, – in a grand water trine with Chiron and Pisces and Sun and Cancer. Wonderful time for emotional things to come up, be seen, be recognized, be validated, and to have them transformed and shifted. So that's Monday. Um, if you, the registration is going to be open until like midday Pacific time that day for the live call. If you can't make the live call, get the MP3. The effects will be there because as with all these channel MP3s, you can access the vibrations of these of the Ascended Master and the Archangel and get the energy work by giving your permission while you're listening to the MP3. So keep that in mind. Many of you are hearing this weeks and months later, perhaps perhaps even later than 2014, uh, with a lot of podcast subscribers. Um, and uh, just go to my site and check that out, uh, Transforming the effects of abuse, that that 90-minute MP3. So very important there. What, what I want to tell you about some of the effects, I'm even learning more about the energy work I do. 
So I'll do it with clients and either for an hour or maybe part of that hour we'll do energy work. Sometimes we, you know, they plan ahead and they know they want to do it. And other times uh, it just kind of comes up. And so part of the hour includes that. And uh, so I have a certain things that I do and know, and I work with the guides, uh, their guides and my guides, as well as these two beings. And I work with past life parts and you know, doing all this stuff, and I have this kind of protocol down. But what I've been doing lately is working with somebody who has no idea about any of this stuff, who is my mother. <laughs> so you know, if you call me for a reading, you know something about astrology, or you're, you recognize that you're intuitive and or – You've studied metaphysics, something like, you know, you, you know, people are not randomly drawn to me. You know, occasionally I, I hear somebody say, I've never had a reading before, but I'm aware of astrology or something like that. But my mom's kind of like, you know, not into this. This is not her life. <laughs> she is very intuitive, but I don't think she really thinks that way. So I happened to do an energy work session for a client, um, and then I hung up. And I was kind of still in the space, and I returned a call to my mom, and she said, oh, I'm having this pain in my leg. And I said, oh, uh, can I can I work on it? So we did like 15 minutes, and I thought, you know, whatever. I've, I've done some things for her before, but there hasn't really been effect, and I've always perceived that she's not open, really open, or she's not grounded enough or something like that. Later that night, she had profound a shift so that she could tell the muscle was a little sore. But it didn't hurt, and she was able to do the things that had been prevented. So she said the next day, can we do this every day for a while? But I can probably only handle 15 minutes because it's really intense. I said, sure. So the last two weeks, we've done it all but two days. And uh, she's having all these remarkable changes, and uh, mostly about getting grounded, being aligned with the earth, and therefore having her lower chakras line up, and it's changing how her feet and her muscles and her legs and her back and things that have been kind of difficult for her at different times with certain kind of, of health problems and just some mobility issues as she gets older, uh, they're changing. They're actually changing because her energy field is changing. So go to my blog and read that blog post. And I'm, I'm so excited about that because I want my mom to be able to benefit from this stuff. But sometimes it just, you know, I think to her, she also has Saturn and Gemini, by the way, I th <laughs> and also in the ninth as I do. And I think it's also retrograde too. So I think that some of the stuff, She's like, oh, well, that's nice, but I don't know if she really believes it. But now she's getting this firsthand you know, experience of hearing Jehudi and Metatron almost every day talk to her and explain things to her. So she shifts conscious awareness about things and physical changes result. So for me, that's it's kind of a renaissance in my relationship with my mom. And you'll, you'll read the uh, you'll read the kind of emotional quality in that blog post. Um, it's I think it's it's part of wrapping up some of the uh, Jupiter and Cancer opportunity. As a, you know, for the next couple of weeks, Jupiter um, finishes its time in Cancer this time around, and, and we'll head into Leo. Uh, so I'm excited about that, and I want you to stay tuned. I'm not, I'm not fully ready to make an official announcement, though. I'm, I'm like 80, 82 and a half percent there. I don't know, 87 and a quarter, 86 and a third sounds about right. 86 and a third percent, are, you know, ready to do this. What we're going to do is probably in August of this year. Every day, 20 minutes of a conference call that you can opt into. You can do it once a week. You can do it every day. I encourage you to do it as much as possible for 20 minutes to do pr pretty intense, but it will be mild. It's only 20 minutes. The, the effects will be, will be cumulative of energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Metatron to burn off old stuff, to get you seriously grounded, and to give a bunch of minor adjustments over the course of the month. So your consciousness changes, your life changes for the better. Um, 
you know, again, I, you know, I, I feel I never do this, but I think I need to do this. I am not a medical professional, but when consciousness changes, your energy flow changes and the physical body adapts and the frequencies that I'll be holding space during these 20 minute calls uh, every day during the month will help you. And it's going to be very affordable on a sliding scale. Anyway, I'm still working on details, and uh, but I'm going to announce that probably officially uh, within the next week. But kind of mark your calendars. Be aware that at 6 p.m. Pacific, every day in August, I'll be doing this. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. For those of you for whom a live call like that doesn't work, I'm not recording it, but in other months I'll do other things that are at easier times for you. So stick with me. This is um, The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. I'm going to take my first break, and I'll be right back. Positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck? Call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, Channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213-925-6019 or visit tdjacobs.com ever wondered what your soul is how about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth in the important new channeled book conscious living conscious dying ascended master jehudi aka thoth and saint germain explains soul life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now it opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is uh, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And uh, I'm still doing announcements. It's a lot of announcements. I think I think what's happened is um, Mercury is now direct in Gemini, so I feel like I can finally speak about some things and let you know about some things. And but also that I'm finally, you know, almost articulate enough, articulate enough to uh, 
Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, anyway, uh, to actually tell you what I've been thinking about. So that's kind of why we have so many announcements uh, before we get to the UK chart here. I do want to talk about Mercury Retrograde just a little bit. Now it's direct, it's still in Gemini. Um, it's still in its uh, shadow in, in, until mid-July, which means that some things may kind of feel on hold or may feel a little confusing or weird. But now it's now it's direct moving slowly as of uh, this recording. Today is July 2nd. And um, so – Ideas, information can flow. Things you've been thinking about doing or or couldn't get the radar attuned to can suddenly open up and, oh, right, I was going to do this. Or, hey, I, that announcement was three weeks ago. Why am I just getting that right now? That's a, that's a function of the Mercury turning direct in Gemini. Now you can start to move ahead. But because of the idea of the shadow, I want you to understand that um, some things may feel a little slow or awkward, like I'm you know 86.3% sure – <laughs> that I'm doing the daily energy work in August. I actually want to have plenty of time to promote it. So, you know, I want to be sure about it, but I'm, I think it's going to get there. I'm just, it's the Mercury direct effect in, in Gemini kind of starting off slowly. Uh, so those retrogrades happen for Mercury three times a year for approximately three weeks each time. And so, also several weeks before and after, you know, two, three weeks before and after in shadow. So you, you, we have these chunks of the year when we're supposed to slow down mentally and perhaps not take in information, not take in as much new information, uh, perhaps, you know, alter our relationship with the to-do list and um, what we're hearing and what we're experiencing and go a little inward to, I, I recommend, evaluating how we process information and why we communicate what's worth communicating. Uh, like last week, there was a rerun on the show because I just I, – I couldn't speak. I couldn't imagine doing an hour of something, anything. I mean I, I had 10 ideas, you know, 20, 30 ideas, but I couldn't imagine doing any of it. And it was just a Mercury retrograde kind of thing where my, my energy needed to turn inward. So so that's normal when Mercury's uh, you know retrograde and we're going through that. The more mercurial we become, which we are because we have this idea of speed – we have this idea of um, you know the importance and necessity of speed, the importance of new information, and uh, the availability of um, so much information electronically in various sources. Um, and you know we become more mercurial. Mercury retrogrades can seem a bigger um, kind of thorn in our side, uh, but it's good. It's good. It keeps us from getting uh, rhythms kind of out of control and unchecked. Uh, by the way, speaking of speaking of something new. Um, uh, this podcast is now available uh, through Stitcher, which is an app you can get from your phone. Reaching out to new people and uh, and uh, spreading the word more about this about this show. So, so I think those are all my announcements. Let me look. Um, uh, well, I did want to talk a little about uh, Jupiter going into Leo, but that's going to be for that's going to be for next week. Um, I will mention on the fourth, Sun is opposing Pluto. Sun and Cancer opposing Pluto and Capricorn. This is an annual event, and and it can look like some power struggles with Sun and Cancer. There's this uh, element of being aware of what one needs, or being aware of where one does or doesn't belong, or what one can and can't process and handle emotionally. And uh, you know, I was talking earlier about the stuff, and we'll continue talking about re- revelations in the UK, for example, and other things will come to light about terrible things that have happened, and. Uh, sometimes the the first impulse is to go into victim mode. That's huge with some Pluto opposition because we wonder who gets to be strong when. And in this case, Sun is a little sensitive. Sun's wearing its heart on its sleeve, and Pluto is a you know retrograding in the sign of um, don't show your emotions and just keep going. 
just keep persisting in whatever you're doing. So, so that's something to uh, to be aware of as well. Uh, yes, yeah, so I want to get to the. Um, oh, I also want to say the the subscribers to tdjacobs.com, not to this podcast, but subscribers to my monthly service get. You know, this month it's almost two hours of MP3s and, and audio, uh, or video and audio of the month's events. I'm working on, uh, on creating a user's manual every month for you to understand how to navigate the month consciously with intention. And so you don't feel, uh, swept away or bowled over by certain energies that are happening. Cause the energies will happen. So I'm giving you an evolutionary take, uh, on that. So you can read about that at tdjacobs.com. So, we have uh, the chart of the UK. I'm going to give you this. Uh, I'm going to give you these, these data and uh, see if I can work my software here. Uh, January 1st, 1801, at 12:01 a.m. in London. And um, you know, when you're dealing with any country there, uh, you know, that has a long history, there are going to be many different options for drawing up a chart. In this case, when uh, Ireland joined the pre-existing uh, Delio setup thingy with Scotland and England. Already in cahoots, so now the three are together. That's when the, that's when this chart is. Um, you should get a seven degree Libra rising, and uh, this it's really it's really interesting because um, uh, Nessus in this chart is on the North Node in the seventh, which which means that this this collective, this uh, culture needs interactions with others to grow because the north node is there the north node is what's not familiar and where we have to grow this is true for individual charts as well as true for organizations and countries this idea of this might be foreign we're not quite sure how to do this we need others aries in the seventh so we need to see ourselves clearly and plainly and we need to own what's really happening and we need other people to tell us who we are uh, so we need to take the reflections of others nessus here is at eight aries on the 14-degree Aries North Node. So Nessus is far away. It can seem far away from this you know, cultural group. Now, I want to explain a little what Nessus is. In that free MP3 on Jimmy Savile, I go into uh, quite a lot of detail of one area about it, and, and that is attempting to live in two worlds. I am working on a bigger teaching about this that, that's, that's uh, just slow to get words to it. After writing or channeling 15 books in under four years, only three and a half years. It's like I'm kind of on a on a break, and you're getting these words every week. So verbal is much easier for me now than writing in the short term. And um, and so uh, I really want to write something for you about Nessus, but it's really slow. But Nessus, because um, I'm spelling out archetypal threads, uh, I think there are seven or eight archetypal threads that I see when we live Nessus stories, you know, based in the mythology and how our, our psyches work and, you know, how it functions. But one of the main headings is living in two worlds. Uh, how do I deal with my animal urges while I live in polite society? And, and in the story, in this, the main story that comes to us about Nessus, he has set himself up in business, uh, at this particular river to be a ferry, a ferryman to carry people across. And as in he is a centaur, he's half horse on the bottom and human on the top. He can carry people across the water, you know, across the river while he wades through it. And uh, he has done this because uh, he says he has, um, you know, basically, you know, I have a paraphrasing it, that he uh, has received sanction from the gods to do this, to set up this business. And it's kind of baloney because he's, um, he's in fact a... Uh, um, he's kind of a wild card figure. Most of the centaurs, except for two, are are 
brawny brutes who are out of control. And this is kind of his history. You know, this, I, you know, part of the idea is that with the centaurs, except for Chiron, and I believe my girlfriend told me, I think the other one was Ixion, Ixion, but I haven't done research on that, that figure. Um, but they have different genetic lines, but all the other ones, uh, seem to be from this particular genetic line, which is, has this wildness. So you don't want them at your parties because they're going to get drunk. They're going to break things. They're going to accidentally maim and kill people, including each other. And it's kind of, you know, things are out of control. So, um, so with some themes regarding centaurs, we look at violence and we look at addictions and alcoholism and losing control. So Nessus, um, we have this – people are, are looking at uh, Nessus in terms of um, incest and sexual molestation and uh, pedophilia sometimes – Related to substance abuse problems, primarily alcoholism. And, and that's part of the story, but I, I want to take you behind that to have you look at what happens when you're trying to live in a civilized society, but you have instincts and urges that you cannot, uh, you, you don't feel healthy about containing. So, you know, with affection and respect, this is something that the, the, British culture is now having to deal with the, the revelation that these terrible things are going on and we cannot present ourselves anymore in this nice light with this, this, uh, seedy underbelly. So how can I deal with, um, you know, how can I deal with the Southland and Libra in the first, how can I present a picture of what I want you to see sun and Capricorn on the IC square the nodes you know, a major part of our identity is not visible. We can't avoid it, but we might not be sure how to deal with it because it's square the nodes. We, you know, how to have this right kind of ego. And in the North Node and the Seventh, we need others to show us who we are and essentially to correct the picture. So I'll offer you that that uh, Savile and Harris are in fact Seventh House others for British culture to view that uh, you know to 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 see what's really happening to reveal this so uh because a large thing that we need to talk about is the cultural suppression of natural sexuality we fear being out of control being wild we fear violence we fear that our our little ones will be abducted into sexual initiation or just abducted that's actually a big theme i'm hearing in the news in general like the abduction thing we have the like you know over 300 uh, girls and young women um, uh, you, you know, in Africa over the last few months, and then we have these other people and uh, three Israeli teenagers recently, and they and they uh, ended up uh, having been killed. But with these different, um, they were boys, by the way, the three Israelis. Um, but but all these different things about about um, abduction and initiation, and you know, taking kids out of safety or, or people who should be safe, taking them out. This is a major, this is a major, major theme. Part of this is. For the UK, Nessus coming to the surface because it can no longer be suppressed that versions of sexuality that are not socially acceptable exist. These elements of um, interest, these elements of kink, of fetish, these elements of uh, various things that that may be seen as socially inappropriate um, do exist. Now, I'm not saying that what these gentlemen and others have done is appropriate. But a lot of what they have done is informed by cultural suppression of natural sexuality. 
So in the Savile MP3, I really want you to, to hear this. I know 78 minutes is a long time, but I really want you to hear it. I really want you to get inside this story so you can see what the soul's journey is about. Um, but in that story, I talk a, a lot about the suppression of natural of natural sexuality. Uh, Eris, uh, Savile's Eris is in Aries, square of the nodes. We don't have a birth time, so we don't have a house for that. Um, but the suppression of what am I supposed to do with my, with my urges? What am I supposed to do with my curiosity about sexuality? Aries needs to act without thinking. Square Capricorn South Node for Savile. Uh, Capricorn South Node is, uh, you know, it's actually um, with the UK's sun. UK's son is on Savile's South Node, so he's a you know he's a wonderful uh, and and his nessus is on the UK North Node. So this is a it's a, it's a karmic connection, and uh, you know I was thinking about why would all of this stuff be revealed after he died, because the first response is to the, is the need for the collective to punish the offenders and attempt to try to understand why the victimization has occurred, et cetera, and kind of make an example. And that's what that's what groups do. Um, because we're coming from this victim-perpetrator space in which we have not yet seen how to understand the logic of soul about why experiences come to us, we haven't yet seen how to own what it is that we do experience and what comes to us, what we're co-creating energetically and vibrationally. Because we're not sure we're safe in this real Oh my God! Here it's, it's like all these threads together. I hope you're keeping up with me. It's I, in my mind when I see the final picture, it's worth it. So just bear with me. But then that takes me into the Goddess book, Goddess Past, Present, and Future, which several weeks ago, when I started talking about the charged, brocaded red jasper for healing sexual abuse issues and all the second chakra stuff, I made that available for free through my site. And somebody wrote me today and said the PDF wouldn't download, but I'm assuming that's a uh, Mercury retrograde problem, but um, go go check out that hundred page PDF because the ex- explanation is provided from Ascended Master Jehudi, who's also known as Thoth and Saint Germain and Merlin, about why we as a collective, why we as a species, meaning why we as all that is, why God and Goddess created patriarchy, this lens of elevating the masculine and diminishing the feminine, so we can try to learn what it's like to cycle through trying to suppress part of ourselves. So in some ways, all this stuff about, about Nessus, all this stuff about, um, even the, uh, even the, uh, Persephone square Saturn and Savile's chart that's so important. Uh, actually with Neptune, the kind of longing for Persephone, the craving for Persephone energy, this youthful thing that for him turns out to be pedophilia. All these girls in Savile's story are like 14, which is often how I describe Persephone within us. You know, sometimes I'm talking about, you know, to a client, and I'm saying, you need to abduct yourself into maturity in this arena of life. Part of you is always 14 and, and half clueless and waiting for somebody more mature to do something for you. And that's a Persephone idea. But in his chart with Neptune, this longing for that youth. But a lot of this comes back to how, well, a lot of the explanations and the understanding and how to understand why souls create these experiences, whether as people who are pedophiles or as people who are uncomfortably, violently, inappropriately, surprisingly initiated into sexuality by pedophiles, like all those things relate back to the goddess book. So that's why I made it, I made it free, the, the PDF and the uh, Kindle and, and uh, uh, paperback versions are the, are 
prices are dropped uh, to the to the minimums for me, uh, the minimums that I can make them available. So basically, you're getting them at, at you know kind of a cost, but the PDF is free. But um, all these things relate back to this cultural suppression. So in one way, all society is Saturnian or Saturnine, uh, organized, trying to live by rules, trying to fit as many people as possible into the bell curve to serve and protect the majority of people. And in other times when I talk about the bell curve, I'm being Uranian and saying, you know, export of the bell curve, you know, like be Uranian, be different, be unique. But in this case, we should acknowledge that all culture is is based in Capricorn principles. And this is actually a good thing. Uh, not that we should deny who we are and forget who we are, but there is this good thing about living together. We can we can learn from each other. We can develop things together. We can't on our own running out in the wilderness wondering if we have community you know wondering you know if 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 tribal logic still works so so in, in many ways this works but one of the things that's happened through patriarchal culture over 6000 years is a bunch of messed up ideas about sexuality and this is this is the source of all of these things so stick with me i'm taking my second break right now and then we'll continue with the uk chart and and nessus uh, this is tom jacobs on the soul's journey i'll be right back wondered what your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth? In the important new channeled book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth and Saint Germain, explains soul, life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com. When you've thought positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck, call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213-925-6019 or visit tdjacobs.com.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs. I was just talking with Akira Jordan, my producer, uh, during the break. And I, because I, I realized in the silence, like waiting for the show to come back, I realized that sometimes I feel like I'm out on a ledge with this. And, and, and as though I'm saying, hey, people, stop. Stop blaming pedophiles for hurting your children. Like I'm not, which is not what I'm saying. So I just realize I'm. I, it may look like I'm very detached and dispassionate. You know, very Uranus in the first. Um, but really, it's that um, I accept that these things occur and they will continue to occur. And I've decided not to lose energy through my fear, anger, and disgust. Meaning, I have the normal reactions that everybody has. But I'm attempting to use these situations as teaching tools to help make life better for others. And that sounds really noble, but it, that is really what's in my heart. I, I can't stand the spread of fear, and I really want to participate in bringing more understanding because when you understand why these other people have experienced this, you may understand why you or other people in your family may have, You know, whether it's a Nessa story, Persephone story, Pluto, Mars, Saturn story, whatever these things may be um, – you know, with a lot of people, it is Persephone initiation stories. So when you understand that, you can understand what it means to initiate yourself intentionally into something. Then you don't need, you know, a tall, dark Plutonian other driving a chariot pulled by four horses to crack open the earth and come up and steal you and take you to hell and teach you how to be an adult, like how to, you know, like initiate you into the ways of being a woman, the kind of Persephone story with Hades or Pluto. Um, if we if we have this cultural problem with sexual initiation, and so that's so I've just I just realized in that in that silence during the break that I I may seem dispassionate and unsympathetic, but it's really that. I it's it, I, I am a, how do you say this? I I just I just want us to stop being victims. I just want us to stop giving power to the fact that something painful has happened to us. Maybe this I think this does reflect quite a lot of years working with Metatron and Jehudi and having my own consciousness stretched. You know, why has that thing happened to me? And I I've had things I've held on to that, that I actually now with the red jasper stones. Um, after charging the red jasper stones, I can no longer avoid certain things that have been challenging and difficult and uh, like things that I consider abuse uh, from, from my own past. I, I've had different kinds of layers and levels of bullying in my in my youth and in my 20s actually too. Uh, before I yeah, – I created a Mars vacuum in the first house, natal Mars in the first, but I wouldn't do it because I didn't want to be obnoxious. So I drew other Mars people to me, and a lot of that stuff was unhappy and uncomfortable. So I've been kind of holding on to things even from when I was a chi- when I was a child about being bullied, which has which you know has elements of abuse in it. And it wouldn't have been thought of that way then. You know, kids are the way they are. Boys are will be boys, and the kind of stupid crap from like the 70s and 80s that's carried forward from earlier times. Um, you know, like in the last like 15, 20 years, bullying has become. Maybe the last, you know, 10 or 15 has become a huge thing when, you know, revelations of like, you know, kids committing suicide and, and stuff like that because of it. But it wasn't quite like that when I was, when I was, um, growing up. But anyway, I've been holding on to things I could no longer avoid. So now I have to look at the ways in which I perceive I have been a victim. And that, I, I acknowledge that's really hard. And I guess realizing that I'm in a dispassionate place seems to indicate to me, or it seems dispassionate, but more like just attached and grounded about it, accepting, seems, uh, you know, to me, um, and thanks for allowing me to uh, process this out loud because I'm trying to get somewhere good for myself, but uh, that I'm accepting these things happen 
and that I'm accepting that my soul has created certain dynamics, even though challenging and difficult. Uh, like the other, the other, I'm just going to tell you this. The other night I was, uh, I was having a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly what to call it. And I only remember about half of it because it was really weird and surreal, but basically little kids within me were coming up and being angry about the bullying. And, um, I, I kept thinking about these, these, this one particular scenario and I, and I ended up telling my girlfriend about it and I, I'm sure I seemed like I was like nine years old, which is about the age I was when this thing happened. Um, and it had to do with these kids picking on me incessantly and I – when I uh, verbally exploded is when one of their mothers came out of the house where we were playing at. So I looked like this terrible person because I was freaking out. But they had no idea that this thing had been happening for like 20 minutes or half an hour before that. Nobody had any idea. So I get this like black mark because I'm unruly. And I was just like, you know, the unfairness of it, which is a huge second chakra issue, the unfairness of it. And then also this other thing, I'm just telling you this to process this, um, because this whole conversation about victim stuff is bringing this up. When I was a kid, I played Little League, Little League baseball, and I did that for four years and I got onto the team. Because I happened to be at a friend's house. His dad was putting a team together and said, hey, do you want to be on the team? And I was not in my body. I was not athletic. I was not conscious of anything. And I said, well, what would I have to do? Because I wanted to make sure I didn't have to run around too much. And so, so I joined the team. I was there for four years. But because of this Mars vacuum and me being afraid, I actually got hit by pitchers what seemed like all the time. So I would walk all the time. Like, you know, they send you to first base if the pitcher hits you by mistake. I think all but one time, uh, the pitchers really felt like crap because, of course, they want to do a good job. These other little kids, they don't hate each other. They don't hate me. But the, the number of times I got hit was ridiculous, was absurd. And so I have been carrying this victim thing about that, not toward anger toward the pitchers, but toward life, circumstance, God, whatever. Anyway, so I'm kind of processing all that stuff now. So as I tell you, you know, the stuff about Savile and Rolf Harris and the whole thing about, you know, the UK needs this stuff to come to light so it can correct its misguided self-projected image and own what's real about sexual suppression, about sexual violence, about pedophilia, about all these different things, about sexual abuse of all kinds and owning the suppression. I'm actually dealing with my own, you know, my own abuse thing uh, from the past. And uh, I think that's all the detail I'm going to go into. But the other night, well, I will say this. The other night I was, um, cause I can't stop. The other night when I was telling my girlfriend this, um, I, uh, I could feel like I remembered feeling the the welts and the bruises and the uh, and the horrific uh, effect of having a, a baseball you know hit your body. So I had them all over my you know the outer left leg, the inner right leg, or uh, you know I was right handed. So and also my shoulder, my back, my head, my neck. Like I got hit so many times in four years. I can't. I don't understand why I kept going back. Like when I think about it and what it felt like, I was just terrified, and I kept getting hit. So anyway, so um, that's the kind of situation where you can't. It wasn't like one person who hit me twenty times, right? I can't look at that person and and be angry. Um, it's this series of events that energetically came to me, that were drawn to me to show me something about myself. And that's a main key about understanding how to come out of, um, how to come out of victim dynamics. So let's go back to the, let's go back to the UK chart here. Um, what I said earlier about the Libra South Node in the first, wanting to project an image and wanting to believe that it stands on its own to some degree. And Libra South Node can want to be a chameleon, can want to pro- 
present an image or to be what you want it to be. But you can't get away from the truth of who you really are. And here's that sun on the Capricorn IC. The truth of who you really are. Sun is in a wide, it's 8 degree conjunction with the asteroid Lucifer and 10 degree conjunction with the asteroid Persephone. So the chart of the UK itself is wrapped up with Luciferian themes of self-doubt and not wanting to, um, not well, needing to uh, develop ego, but align it to de- kind of de- align um, a cultural purpose, have a direction, but n- but not necessarily wanting to do that because it might seem that it's too you know self-important. That's a Luciferian uh, uh, fear. Forget the Christian mythology of the devil and Satan, and and uh, you can actually get the story on Lucifer through the Living in the Present Tense natal report I offer, as well as um, uh, Living Myth. Exploring archetypal journeys. Each of those explains the Lucifer, the Lucifer story. Uh, there's also an MP3 lecture on my site, by the way, from several years ago called uh, "For the Love of God," uh, all about Lucifer. Um, and then also Sun Persephone. So it needs to abduct itself into the truth about who it is to really see what makes it tick. Capricorn in the fourth realism. And uh, it's being pushed there. I mean, the, the Grand Cardinal Cross activated the nodal structure of the UK uh, rather directly within a half degree. And then, of course, within uh, that Grand Cardinal Cross within four degrees, about three and a half degrees maybe, uh, from that natal sun. Now, the moon of the UK in this 1801 chart is a, is a 19 Cancer in the 10th, also square the nodes. So again, it's about an image we project or how do we take care of ourselves? What is safety security? How do we present an image, 10th house, of, uh, of, of who we really are, what we need, what makes us tick, and what we need? So what I want to get at is that in any, in any culture where stuff like this is going to come up, any – well, many cultures, say it that way, because uh, if there's a huge public wound that, that is uh, – Attached to an outcry, and in this case in the UK, the Operation U-Tree, this, this series of investigations of public figures who may have some of this um, damaging behavior in their pasts, uh, it's going to be a major cultural initiative to try to heal it, but they're going to go into victim mode first, and that's to be expected because, again, we want to we want to separate the evil from our ranks. We want to push that person to the edge. We want that person to go to jail or be punished. And we want to do that as an attempt to protect us. Moon and Cancer in the 10th square of the nodes, opposing Sun on the IC, and then, with, of course, Nessus in there in the, in the 7,000 Aries wrapped up in here. That's going to be a major part of this, the publicly identifiable wound of what's happened. And I hope individuals, because the culture – doesn't change until individuals change. But I hope that this thing about victim perpetrator stuff, like owning what looks dark, owning what hurts, owning the dents and scars in the emotional body and reframing our, our image of what it means to be a victim is, uh, is a really big deal in the story for the UK. And then, of course, um, you know, Harris is Australian, so it kind of is going to extend into, into different places where UK culture has, uh, has, uh, you know, spread, uh, even though Australia, Australia is its own country. So it's going to be a big deal. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. And, um, you know, we've had uh, kids' faces on milk cartons here in the U.S. since I was a kid. I remember that being a thing when I was a little kid. And um, the fears of all these things. And, uh, you know, these situations grow out of our fears. And so what I'm inviting us to do 
and you in particular to do is to transform your understanding of how these things work and why so that you can change the energy field of you as an individual and then your family and your community and your social circle and ultimately where you live and seed a better uh, version of why things happen the way that they do and to come into empowerment about how the soul has been creating these things. Uh, the, you know, a big thing with the, with the goddess book, I may have, um, I may have mentioned this, but I actually, I observe that I tend to try to avoid mentioning this, but now I'm fine with it. Um, I got stuck on the goddess book when I was channeling it about halfway through because I saw that what Jehudi ultimately wanted me to do was to explain this whole, well, what he wanted me to do was to ha- allow him through me to explain this whole story about the collective divine karma of patriarchy and sexual violence and all these things. And then to get to this place where essentially, like this is my phrasing, that I was like, Judy, you can't ask me to be the person who tells people to thank their rapists. It's like, I won't do it. I won't do it because that was too much for me. I couldn't get to the place where I could ask people to thank the people who hurt them, basically to acknowledge the soul's divine interventions, these contracts between souls where some of us need to be initiated into violent sexuality. Like, this is really hard to deal with, but read the goddess book. Read it. And also read the 33-page Brecciated Red Jasper for Healing Sexual Abuse document. All those from tdjacobs.com. Um, and uh best way to get to those things is through my blog because I uh, that's been updated a lot more than the rest of my site the last few weeks. Um, so I don't want to do that. And then certain things happened, and uh, I was able to get to the place where I could open up and heal some things and let that go. But I was – really tapped in, really tuned in to the, the the collective fears that we have about these issues. And I didn't want to be the person who was saying, you know, well, you think you're rapist or even like, a, you know, like I said, after the second break, um, oh, everything's fine. You know, like, don't blame the people who are hurting your children. Like, I don't want to be that person. And I taken some transforming the effects of abuse is Monday, July 7th, a 90 minute uh, uh, channeling event. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your life if you feel victimized in any way, in any kind of abuse, and um, and also charged red brocaded jasper stones with Metatron and Judy's frequencies for boundary issues, money issues, healing sexuality, saying yes and no to people, being clear about what what matters to you, uh, and also ultimately serving creativity and decision making, and really powerful powerful expressions of um of our humanity. So um, uh, thanks for all your support with the show. And uh, the sliding scale is still in effect. Call me for readings. Uh, very affordable now. And also um, rate this podcast in iTunes and also in a Stitcher if you're listening that way. And also 15 books uh, between available everywhere. Rate them online. It really helps me. Rating the podcast and rating the books really, really helps me. So thanks a lot for your, for your energy and time and attention and support. And uh, you can reach me through tdjacobs.com, and I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com. OBS.com.